Hey, Teeks. How you going? <laughs> um, in all sorts, if I'm being truthfully honest. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Probably less all sorts than you, though. Yeah, I, I'm just horrible. Yep, just horrible today. You're in another state this morning. I was. I was um, across the border. I was um, in Sydney this morning. Yep. Um, caught the old red-eye flight <laughs> at uh, 10 past 6. Oh, yes. That's just unwell for everyone involved. Isn't that gross? And Jetstar just running fashionably 40 minutes late. They don't run, they don't do on time, do they? Oh my God. It's they so don't annoying. do time. They don't do time because we Hang were on, are you complaining about someone running late? <laughs> That's actually ridiculous. I'm a human, they are an airline. <laughs> I could not believe it this morning when I got to Sydney Airport mm-hmm. and um, got there on time. Yep. Uh, I am You got there on time. Got there on time. I am actually quite punctual when it comes to airports. I, yes. I have a bit of a stress head yes. when okay. it comes to getting to airports on time. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Oh. No, I hate being late at oh, an airport. Oh, me too. It, is, it just is dog shit. Yeah, no good. And um, Alicia, my Alicia. Yes, um, your, yeah. Obviously our girlfriend, or your wife. My in wife, fact, yes. Yeah. Thank our you. Our partners have the same name. So Elle just, would not uh, put up with being called a girlfriend anymore. <laughs> Sorry, Alicia. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, apologies there, but... Uh, Alicia, she just, just couldn't understand why I needed to be at the airport so early. And I said, well, it's the end of a, pub, it's the end of a long weekend. Yeah. It's going to be busy. Yeah. And I got there just in the nick of time. But I was obviously more organized than Jetstar. Because <laughs> you'd think me being on the first flight of the mm. day, you'd think they'd still be on time. Oh, exactly. But no, they're still filling their backlog from last night. They do a page at like 10 minutes before boarding mm. um, saying... For people to weigh their carry on, I think okay. So we're obviously not boarding in ten minutes then. <laughs> then boarding time comes and goes. Yeah. Then we get a page five minutes later saying uh, we're just running a little late for boarding today as we have scheduled uh, safety checks. Right. Okay. I'm thinking, well, how scheduled are these? <laughs> because it is now at least ten minutes past boarding yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. And you are conducting scheduled <laughs> maintenance checks. So, well, what have you been doing? Well, we're supposed in the to be having prior? these in the air if they were scheduled for this time. I don't understand this. What have we been doing, Jetstar, <laughs> since getting to work this morning? Because it doesn't look like a, a, a much. Yeah. No, and, and how about this? Just to top it off, mm. I paid $9.10 for a small ISO latte. What? And I watched, I watched it brewed in front of me in the space of 24 seconds. They're making nine dollars ten. Nine dollars ten off a small iced latte. That is iced oat latte. That is criminal. What the hell are they doing? I'm not sure if that I paid for the gentleman's before me as well <laughs> because there was only two of us there. I didn't see him pay. I reckon she's just charged me for both. Yeah, absolutely. I think she might have. She has to have because a small. What is it? A small iced oat latte. Right. I do feel like the more words involved in the title of the coffee. Does add extra dollars, and I thought potentially maybe she's maybe she has um when I pay away I thought maybe she's thought I've ordered like a, a regular yeah, or a okay. large which right. is a regular would still be yeah that would still be um that's absurd toward yeah um and no it was a small not to be and um yeah nine dollars ten that's so. that is actually not Jetstar Sydney Airport sort your shit out definitely because that is disgusting. But aside from that, a very good trip to yep. see Alicia. Had a great time. Yeah, and yeah, uh, back in cold Adelaide. Yeah, isn't it? Oh, it's it's. Well, we are in Adelaide today, actually, aren't Correct. we? We're not in Woodside. We are. Yes, it would be so much colder and wetter up there. 
That's why we didn't go. <laughs> we couldn't do it. Yeah. We couldn't do it. Well, uh, you... We'd heard of rumours of locals losing their fingers from frostbite. Yeah. Yeah. And we said, we, oh, well, I certainly didn't need that. No. After so... the morning I'd had. Yeah. I would certainly like to continue purchasing my $9.10 ISO lattes <laughs> with all um, 10 fingers. Yeah, definitely. Including thumbs. Definitely. Intact. Yeah. <laughs> I've already paid $9.10 for my coffee. I don't need a trolley to push it on with my nubbed fingers. Loss of finger. Yeah. How are you going anyway? Much better than you. Good. Much better than you. Very, um, very happy for you. We are recording at my kitchen table today. We are. Now, this is incredibly rogue. Yeah. Because we do normally, <laughs> when we're in history... If you go back through the archives yep. of Innuendo, but not too far, of course. Please don't go back all the way. Don't go back at all, actually. Yep. But um, <laughs> if you if you do somehow stumble upon that um, stretch of time, uh, we did record upstairs yes, in your did. spare room. Of course um, we did. Yep. Which is a little preoccupied at the minute. Yes. So we're downstairs yep. at the kitchen table. I also couldn't, as Siri is trying to pick up every word. Why does Siri do this, honestly? On my laptop, it is just writing in the words that I'm currently saying. And oh, really? I, I didn't ask it to do this. Yeah, Siri, okay. please stop doing that. It's still, it is still jotting down every fucking word I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it says here, it is still Johnny Depp every fucking word I am saying. Yep. <laughs> that, that, that's what I heard. Don't know how Johnny Depp got involved <laughs> here. And I actually can't stop this. No. How do you stop this? I don't know. X. You and technology just no. really make me anxious. <laughs> You're filling in for, for me at my job yes, quite correct. soon. And yeah. I showed you a few things upstairs. Yeah, you did. How did I go? Was yeah, I okay? Yeah, you um, you were good. With the technology? Really good, yeah, right. actually. Yeah, very impressed. Thank you. Fact, yeah. Thank you. That's so, just going on the record. Yeah, on the record. <laughs> so, yeah, you can so you can do it. I can do it. Yeah, yeah. I you just are capable. I refuse not to sometimes. Yeah, so you switch off when it comes to podcast yeah, time in regards to um, technology competence. Yeah. yeah. Now, just going back to... Um, now, we are pilfering out a lot of things here because I actually have no notes for today. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. But yeah, I, I've, got, I, I've got no inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> You're going off three hours sleep and a $9 coffee. Yeah. Um, Fuck me. Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I couldn't record another podcast in that spare room upstairs. I, I, I actually couldn't do that. Yeah. Trauma? Trauma? Yeah. Or, yeah trauma. Okay. Trauma. And also, we've, we are past that. And there's also um, a. a Double, bed in the possibly way. queen size bed. <laughs> <in there. laughs> yeah. So unless we go in a um, severe change of yeah um, <laughs> potential demographic and content, um, yeah. possibly not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't put the bed away, and I could not, for the life of me, pull out that picnic table no, to record another no, podcast on. Be a lot. That would be, be too lot. much. I'd rather record in the McDonald's drive-through. Yeah. Than up there. Fair call. Yeah. Or laying down on the bed up there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd yeah. rather lay in my bed and do the podcast. <laughs> that would be interesting. We could lay next to each other. Yeah, that would that, be fine. That would but be I'm not pulling out the picnic table upstairs. Fuck, fuck no. <laughs> no, wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, to yeah. be honest. And um, you know how cold it is today? Very. Like, very, very cold. Mm. It would still be 45 degrees in there with the oh, door shut. Oh, without fail. Yeah. Yeah, always. always. Unbelievable. Now, we have, we have rambled on too long. We certainly have. A few big things have happened in... In the sporting world, in in the last couple of days, I'll name a few of them. Obviously, uh, Australia won the World Test Championship. We did. We'll touch on that. French Open. Yes. I don't know whether you can still call that a major. Novak Djokovic has won that. Yeah. Why can't you still call it a major? Well, I it just I just have no interest. Yeah. I it sneaks up on me. Like it is so it is so far so far behind the other three. I feel. Mm. I think like Wimbledon and Australian Open are clearly the two. 
US Open is just hanging on and French Open is just what? But maybe that's just from our perspective po- here in possibly Australia. Possibly is. I'm sure maybe in France it's in big. France, and, yeah, I'm sure the French if, Open is big in yeah, France. If you ask Novak... Uh, Rafa. Rafa. He would probably yeah. Uh, yeah beg to differ. Yeah, if we told Rafa that it just doesn't matter, <laughs> it just doesn't count, that probably pushes him pretty heftily down the all-time greats list. So it we, would. It definitely I mean, would. Um, definitely yeah. would. And I, I guess the other reason why I'm less interested in it is because Novak is now obviously the number one player in the world without these other two superstars um, in tow. So he's just winning everything. He is. Which I'm not overly fond of. Yeah, he's... He's not exactly um, a popular man, Novak, unfortunately. No, but, no um, he's not. He is a champion tennis player. He, he is. He is. outstanding. I do wonder, though, um, where he'll stack up when all three have finished their careers. Mm. I, I, I just think Federer's the GOAT. I think, well, he's my favourite to watch, and I think, I just think Novak's so, I, I just think he, he probably is the best player now. He, he you probably reckon? is the all-round best. Right. Um mm. See, I, I think player. an all-round perfect, like all-round champion tennis player is Roger Federer. Yeah, I just remember he him, was that. For I a long just time. remember him being silky smooth. Yeah, just champion, could not lose. Um, Rafa dominates the French Open, yep. like champion tennis player as well, but such like a dog fighter. Mm. Um, and then you've got um, Novak. Yeah, and I just yeah. I wonder whether I wonder at the at the end of Novak's career, a how many he slams he'll end up with. I think mm. he's got twenty three now. I think he's broken the record. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he ends up with three or four more, mm. and is like undisputedly got the most, I think that weighs it into his, his favour. But I think Rafa, I think Roger's the best player. Yeah. Well, Roger's my favourite. Mm. I think Rafa's definitely mm. probably closely followed by Rafa. Yeah. But yeah, it's an interesting discussion. I, t- I tell you, one team that um, has certainly been winning everything as far as ICC um, yes. tournaments are concerned is Australia. Oh, yeah. Winning the ICC Test World Championship. Yep. You ready to talk about that? I am. I am. So good. So happy for the Aussies and um, sucked in India. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I love that India's lost this twice now. Yep. I absolutely love that. I was so on New Zealand last year when they managed to win it. Um, yeah. That was that was just awesome. That was just a severe underdog story. Like, how can little old New Zealand beat mm. the superpower? The superpower of India literally beat world cricket. Exactly because India control world cricket. Yeah, so. they control everything about it. Um, but yeah, that was that was unbelievably exciting. I was padding a little bit because I was trying to manoeuvre my way around the Cricket Australia website, the world's worst website. Yeah, for trying to. Find Teaks scores. Teaks' opinion, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> you try and find the World Test Championship scorecard right now. I'll All give right. you. A, I'll give you thirty seconds. All right, oh, I'm on it. Um, <laughs> just, oh shit! I'm, I'm struggling to even open Google Chrome <laughs> at this rate. This is the kind of day I'm having. Um, you yeah. can't, and you can't type World Test Championship into Google because that's the way I found. So it. we need to find the scores for the yep. World Test Championship yep. from the. Cricket Australia front page. So, uh, interestingly enough, I've got the county cricket at the top. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. How many county cricket games are across the top? Obviously, There's about 12 of them. Obviously, that's more prominent. <laughs> yeah. um, live scores, perhaps? Yeah, it's it's not easy. Ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, I've kind of made a liar out of here a bit, but it's probably not as easy as it should be. No, no, exactly. Yeah. Travis exactly. Head, player of the match. Yeah. Shall we get going with Yeah, let's heading? get back on, to, on task there. Travis Head was unbelievable. For, firstly, I just want to say, we rabbited on about this last week. 
I absolutely bloody love watching cricket in India. Mm. And it just... In India? Was in, or England, in, sorry. Yep. Yeah, well, Australia versus India in England. Yeah. Go figure. Mm. Um, but watching it at night... Yeah. Oh, my God. In England. Just Unreal, Just 7 hey. o'clock start. Oh. I could tell you're excited by the... I think you sent me about five text messages in a row. Yeah. Like, Teeks is loving this. I, uh, yeah, I was loving it. And, um, look, work was very difficult... On when did it start? Wednesday or Thursday? It was very. It, yeah, it started on Wednesday. Started on Wednesday. I was very tired on Thursday. I, yeah. I think every single person in South Australia stayed up until exactly one a.m. when Travis Head notched up his test century. Yeah. Um, and then everyone went to bed. So good because oh. everyone I spoke to at work did the exact same thing. Yeah. And I think everyone, everyone's been riding the wave a bit with Travis Head and his test career. Yeah. Um, He's struggled a little bit initially for inconsistency, and yep. now he's he's found his role as that counter-attacking middle-order yeah. batsman. Um, he's one of a kind. He's he is. absolutely one of a kind and a game-changer. Still can't believe that this is a man who got dropped for the start of a test series. Mm. You don't mess with no. players like that. You don't mess with Head. You don't mess with with Travis Head. Um, it's, he's now got his own, t- his own way of... He's got his own tagline that mm. people have given him. Trav Ball. Trav Ball, yeah. Trav, Trav Ball. Yep. Um, and I can't wait for Trav Ball to come up against Baz Ball and just see who ends up on top. I know. It's going to be exciting. It's mm. going to be a bit of a headache for England. Oh, yeah. well done there. Thank you. Well done there. Um, Alex Carey also looks good with the bat. He did. I enjoyed that. He did. And um, we, I have to mention Steve Smith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably um, fair. His performance. But one, the, the interest that I have is obviously leading into the first test at mm. Edge Baston. Mm-hmm. We have a bit of an, a situation here. We do. Because, um, one of the great situations. One of the great situations. Uh, five simply doesn't go into three. And no. We have three spots for seam bowlers available. Yes. And we have five possibilities. Cummins, Captain, uh, Mitchell Stark, Josh Hazelwood, Scott Boland, mm. who is just absolutely setting the world on fire. Yeah. And Michael Nisa. Yeah. I think Nisa's going to miss out. That, uh, yeah. Uh, that. A lot uh, would have to go right from here. Yeah. Like that would be a Stephen Bradbury esque. <laughs> that, that would be, be like a with ankle. Yeah, um, Stark Achilles. But you do never know with the Australian cele- selectors. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, because Travis Head did get dropped for yeah, the start Nisa of the Indian open. series. Yeah, Nisa. he could open. Yeah, yeah. so Nisa to open. Yeah, I don't and, think Head's um, even safe. Yeah, <laughs> who, honestly, who knows? But um, they, I think they simply have to play Scott Boland. Mm, mm. The man averages fourteen, and every time he is picked, <laughs> yeah. He delivers. And this is, these conditions in England, surely just his bread and butter. I know, I know. I am fascinated to see what they're going to do. Um, it's a tough conversation, but I feel like you just have to say to Josh Hazelwood, I'm sorry, mate, but you're not playing this first test. <laughs> well, Scott Boland's the incumbent at the moment. He is. Normally, they don't, you have to do something out of the ordinary to replace a, a winning formula and, and an incumbent bowler. Um I think almost the first one out of the team is Mitchell Stark. He couldn't bowl. Mm. He was terrible during the World Test Championship. But he is so quick. He comes in and cleans He's up the, the tail. He's the point of difference, He's annoyingly the, enough. He is the point of difference regardless of the surf. I mean, he's he's not... When he doesn't get his length and his line right, he is so easy to score against because he bowls so quick. The batsman just has to get some wood on it and it's going for four. And that was shown at times during um, particularly the start of India's first innings. Um, but, you know, he comes back and he cleans up the tail and 
Cleaning up the tail, he also got um, uh, Virat Kohli in that mm. first innings as well. Cleaning up the tail is, it might sound easy, but it is vital because Definitely. so many times I remember watching Australia um, bowl and like, you know, you get them to six down and then you just need to get rid of them as soon as possible because those extra 50 or 100 runs at the end of an innings is vital. Absolutely. With, and Yeah, with momentum and with the scorecard. And Stark, he provides that intimidation factor oh, as well, yeah. which the other three, I mean, Cummins isn't the firebrand that he necessarily was when he first uh, came onto the yeah. test arena. So he provides that X factor that the other three don't necessarily have. So it's like, do you pick the... Do you pick the anomaly, the X factor, mm. the point of difference, yeah. or do you pick really probably the three best bowlers for the conditions? For the conditions. Yep. Now that's what this is what India so glaringly mucked up during like their team selection. They picked what they thought were the bowlers for the for the conditions, and they they left um, Ravi Ashwin on the sidelines. Why the hell would you do that? Mm. And that is because they obviously picked a team for the conditions and who they thought was obviously going to you know, win the game. But also, India is known for their spin bowling. Australia is known for bowling incredibly fast. Yeah. And you don't mess with your fabric of, of what makes you great. Mm. You know, like, so that's why I think Mitchell Stark will retain his spot because Australia is known for bowling fast. And against Basball, mm. he is the perfect player yeah. that... Like, good luck trying to hit Mitchell Stark for four or six every second ball when he's on song. When he's bowling 148 clicks. Yeah, exactly. Um, and on song. So that's, yeah. that's the other thing. Whilst he, he pro- they probably could get a run on against three, well, two very similar bowlers mm. in Boland and um, Hazelwood. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I feel like one. I, I do feel like the other bowlers certainly walk taller when Mitchell Stark is in the lineup. You know, it's like I don't because who. Because Australia has always had that, you know, brute fast bowler. Mitchell Johnson mm. won the Ashes series just by simply being Mitchell Johnson. Yeah. He like he bowled unbelievably well. But frightening the living daylights out of England was what helped Australia win that Ashes mm. series in Australia. Definitely. Um, and Mitchell Stark can do the same thing just if he if he gets it somewhat right. And uh, another thing you can't underestimate, his batting. His batting, yeah, he is helpful. A, he is a good batsman. He almost fits into that category mm. as an all-rounder. And Boland and Hazelwood are number 11s. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. So that's probably another thing you've got to factor in for team balance, mm. I guess. You're, you're dropping in your uh, number eight batsman as well. Yeah. Um, which could be pretty vital in, yeah. in English conditions. Yeah. And I think also Australia's got this absolute weapon at their disposal in Cameron Green. Oh, um, so good. Who, who can fill the role as that fourth fast bowler. Just beautifully. So I, I think for the first test, you do really have to go with an unchanged team. Boland keeps his spot based on current form. Definitely. To finish on our cricket chat, I, I just think that Australia winning the World Test Championship by 209 runs just beautifully caps off the last couple of years. Um, for Australia, being very dominant, uh, I think they've lost three tests in that time. Well done to them, and it very well deserved, I think. Definitely, yeah. They've definitely been the number one team. Mm. Uh, they haven't played like the number one team in every match. No. Um, which is probably something we got accustomed to uh, back in the day with Warren, McGrath, yeah. um, and Ponting and so forth. But uh, they, they're still the best team in world cricket. Mm. 
and uh, they definitely showed that on the uh, the five day yeah. uh, final. Definitely, like some tough ride trips in there. I know that every um, I don't actually know how every uh, series, every World Cup schedule mm. is is sorted out because it's very new. But we've had to go to India, to Sri Lanka, to Pakistan, yeah. and obviously India. We we lost that series, but certainly could he- hold our heads high by the end of it. Didn't start well. Mm. Uh, that's the only series I think we let ourselves down in. Um, but the Pakistan, obviously winning that 1-0, very hard fought, very tough conditions. Sri Lanka, um, I think we drew that series 1-0. Just shows across the board that Australia was quite evidently the best team. Um, qualified for the final well before anyone else and, and was... was Truly deserving of a of a convincing win in a final. Definitely, definitely. Um, and be, uh, speaking of winning a final, yes, uh, great the, segue. Thank you, Denver Nuggets did that today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so shout out to Jackson Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> brutal. Upset. No, just acknowledging yep. a simple fact that yep. Miami lost, and I'm very. <laughs> Very uh, disappointed for you, Jackson, but they did a great job to get there. Yeah. So you well, should be did. happy with your team. They did. Because uh, Denver, pretty pretty unstoppable yes. this time around. Um, I did not watch anything. Right. Uh, um, yeah. And that's why we're running with it. So, well, so, so far it. today, so mm. far today, we've mentioned the French Open. Didn't watch one shot no. of that. Um, I watched the final three minutes of today's game. Yeah, oh, uh, so you've got a full rundown on that. Oh, I've got a full rundown. A lot yeah. happened in the final three minutes. The most ludicrous foul was called on Jimmy Butler. Right. Well, I don't know whether you... Anyway, he ended up with the foul and the free shot, the th- free points. Okay. What are you... Free throws. Free th- God, this is going really <laughs> well. <laughs> three free throws yep. is what he got. But he, he was fouled, apparently, and the opposition didn't even touch him. Wow. He actually kicked... He actually kicked someone while he was shooting, yeah, okay. and it was called a foul. So justice was served, unfortunately. Yes, yes, exactly. So I was really hoping the Nugs would win as a result of that, because you don't deserve to lose a finals playoff game from mm. an absolute dog shit decision. Definitely not. That was the worst foul I've ever seen. Wow, that's a huge call. Yeah. I'll show it to you afterwards. Okay. I'll, I probably I'll should have showed it to you beforehand. Potentially, yes. I'll show it to you in our next break and okay. you can you can come back and um yeah, whatever. Fantastic. And and weigh in. But yeah, after after that, I, I thought, right, that has completely sucked the momentum out of it. Uh but the Nuggets went on and won. And well done to the Nuggets. Yes, congrats to Denver. Um I, so I, I did never ever think that a professional sporting team called the Nuggets would win anything. Yeah, yeah, me either. Um just good on them, <laughs> good on them, and that that's our comprehensive wrap on the yeah. uh, NBA, which uh, which we love yeah. and um, hate at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we just haven't followed it at all no. this year. We've really neglected it. We and have. I, and I I'm really okay with that. Used to love the NBA, and I might get back into it at some stage. But I've just been a real footy head. Yeah. This year, really yeah. loving watching the footy. Yeah. Well, I just um, don't have time to watch basketball. No, nah, me either. I'm pretty much just watching footy, and that's yeah. it. Watch, footy exclusively this yeah. year. Footy, um, so the, much the cricket. Swans nose, nose dive. Yeah, they suck. Um, and the other thing, well, you, you're into your F1. I fucking love F1. You're into your F1. Uh, I'm just starting to get into the NASCAR. And also, I do love the NFL. So that is a lot of content to try and keep your head around. You are not getting into the NASCAR. I'm not. You no. fraud. <laughs> yeah. um, I just thought I'd slip that in there to yeah. see whether you're actually listening to me. Listening. <laughs> Can confirm. Yeah. So uh, I don't have time to watch the, um, the NBA. No. Nah. But well done to uh, Joe Kitch, who is absolutely dominating 
the world yeah. of basketball at the Big moment. Big week for the Jokers. The Maybe Jokers. And uh, Jokic. Absolutely. Hey, everyone. Oh, God, we're on. Midway point of the show. <laughs> we're certainly on as you ease back into your chair. Yep. Thank you for listening this week. Mm. We uh, we'd like to say that. And we'd also like to mention yes. our wonderful sponsor. Our guy. Our guy, Johnny Zealy from Ray White, Adelaide Hills. Yeah, he is an absolute weapon of a man and a great real estate agent. If you are yeah. looking to buy or sell your property in the Adelaide Hills, please get in touch with Johnny Zealy. Um, he's a great man and a great sponsor of the podcast. Absolute specimen. Also, our footy teaming sponsor, Lady Luck. Yes. Thank you for your partnership as well. And we'll, we'll make sure we remember to uh, read out the footy tipping winner for this oh, week yes. later on. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. you definitely didn't forget. No, definitely didn't forget. <laughs> definitely not recording this no, post sorry. show. Definitely won't forget, considering we haven't. Yeah, yeah no, I understand. So, yeah, thank you, Lady Luck. Make sure you get in there and um, enjoy the rest of the show. AFL. Yeah, uh, God blimey. It's, it's all happening in AFL land. Let's start on Thursday night. Thursday night. So I was there. I was mm. at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Yep. And um, I really good. Um, oh, jeez. Just got um, <laughs> ring-a-ding-ding over here. But um, I've got some notes here uh, from the game. Oh, you do? Our first yeah. lot of Firstly, notes for the show. Sydney traffic is fucked. Yeah. It is actually just a dog-eat-dog world <laughs> out there. So you really got to grab it by the scruff of the neck mm. on the way to the footy. So Sydney Airport. Sydney traffic and Sydney coffee is just, all shit. Just full on. That's what you're trying I didn't to say tell me. shit, but it's full on. Um, <laughs> but no, I love Sydney. Uh, right. But the the footy team we oh, are we are battling. Football team also shit. Uh, I mean, you can say that. Yeah, because we, we both football realistically teams we are, are actually at the mm. moment. I, I'm not going to try and sugarcoat it. <laughs> we yeah, it was a horrible game of footy yeah. to watch. Uh, skills wise, uh, we didn't score in the first quarter. Really good. We went, it was the pride game uh, that we went to. And a really good spectacle, good crowd in, actually good night for footy mm. in the end. It looked like it was going to rain, but it didn't. Yeah. And was really hopeful that we might get our season back on track and just well and truly shit the bed. Wasn't to be. Shit the bed hard. So disappointing for the Swannies to go five and seven. Yeah. It's going to be hard for them to bring it back from here. Must have been like, I know that you lost the game and you're a big Swans fan and that's quite bad. Correct. But. Must have been really awesome to be there for Buddy's three fiftieth game. It was, yeah. I was, it was glad. I was glad how that worked out. Um, he kicked a couple. All, all being said and done, like Buddy's not the same player. Yeah, unfortunately, even the goals he did kick, they weren't like he kicked a, a nice set shot. I think, um, but. Aside from that, he just wasn't involved, mm. which is really frustrating uh, because you just want to see him. Back to his buddy best. Absolutely. So, but I that's, like that's going to happen. Like, like what we said earlier in the show about, you know, reflecting on the careers of those three great tennis players, I think that Buddy's legacy and, and what we remember him for will only grow once he's finished his career. Yeah. Because right now we're seeing a 36-year-old version of Lance Franklin. We're seeing a shadow of himself. A shadow of himself. Um, but... Watching his highlights reel through the week oh, gosh. ahead of his 350th game, that's when you realise how good this man is. Elite. Like, watching him kick those two goals against Essendon when he had six bounces along the wing, Kyle Hooker in tow. Um, Kyle Hooker just tonguing it. <laughs> tonguing it. Yeah. But you, he was a player, him and one other player, the ball goes inside 50 when they're in their prime, and you just think goal. Yeah. 100%. Him and Dustin Martin. Yep. Dustin Martin, one-on-one, obviously different player also now, but when he was in his prime, ball would get slammed inside 50, one-on-one. It's like, this is a goal. Mm. You know this is resulting in a goal. Yeah. And Buddy and Dusty are, are, I think, the two greatest players that I've seen. Yeah. Um, 
you hear it a lot in um, rugby league terms. When rugby they, league. Rugby league. <laughs> when they uh, label um, players immortals. Yeah. Rugby league immortal. Mm. That is uh, what uh, Lance Franklin and Dustin Martin are in the yep. AFL. They are AFL immortals. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, congrats to Buddy. I know uh, that'll mean a lot for him coming from me. <laughs> and uh, Sydney, just like, honestly, fuck me. <laughs> Just pull your head in. It was so frustrating mm. to watch us. Um, yeah. Injuries. Uh, I'm starting to get over it. The injuries excuse because we got Rampy back on the weekend, right. and um, and like we we should be, we should still be like a couple of games to the good mm. of what we are currently. Yeah. So it's uh, disappointing going to another game in two weeks against Geelong yeah. in Sydney. So I never, I don't learn. You guys clearly. suck it. You do not play well in Sydney. No. Do not play well at the SCG, which is a real problem yeah, considering you play home grounds. 12 games there a year. What do you want to go play at Giants Stadium? Go back Stadium? to ANZ. Was, we played at ANZ the last year. We won a flag. Right. So, um, yeah. No. Nah, but we were talking about this game uh, when we were getting our coffee from the road before. St Kilda does this to teams, though, don't they? Horrible team to watch, St Kilda. They are a horrible team to watch, but they keep banking wins, and I don't think they have any right to. Mm. Like they, they have a great system. They have a brilliant system, personnel-wise. They are probably they're fifth in the competition on the ladder at the moment, behind Collingwood, Port Adelaide, Melbourne, and Brisbane Lions. St Kilda does not belong in the top five yeah. next to those teams on personnel alone, but their system is unbelievable. Mm. Definitely. And Ross Lyon's a brilliant coach, has proven that in the first 12 games of this year. 100%, 100%. Um, Port Adelaide just oh, won again. They can't lose. They can't lose. Um, so, I don't really know what more we can say on Port. Like, we have, we don't have, really have a further update from last week. It's just, <laughs> this, just good again. Good again. Good yeah. again. And, and what they're doing is beating good teams. Um, I know the Bulldogs aren't at their absolute greatest right now but they are a good team mm. like any team market marcus bontempelli and aaron norton running around in it um that good team definitely and port just keep winning and keep that is winning. exactly what you need to do i think what is it 10 on the trot now or yeah. a, a, a club record um in the, in the afl terms amazing i'll tell you what i am very excited for the other magpies um the other black and white team yeah in collingwood i was so happy to see them lose <laughs> honestly yeah, you're a bit sick of collingwood i was getting sick everyone. of them like great to watch don't t- don't get me wrong but i was so happy well when they, they nearly kicked three goals in the last minute yep. to win this game from nowhere and that story is getting a bit old for me mm. <laughs> yeah I, I i agree there's only so many times they can just eke out a win yeah and it was good to see Melbourne um, get on top of them. And yep. I think Melbourne just sent a timely reminder to the rest of the competition that their best is yep. Uh, yep. Well, well and truly still right up there. Yeah, well, I, I've said it for the last few weeks. Um, Melbourne is my flag favourite yep. and has been all year. I, I love where they're at. They're third on the ladder right now. Mm. No one's really talking about them. They've lost a couple in their last five games. They've won their last two. But, yeah, I, I just love what they're – I love where they're at. Yeah. That nine and four, third on the ladder. Collingwood and Port simply can't keep this up. Like they're playing at their absolute highest potential. And yep. if they end up winning the flag, I would not be surprised. Mm. But I think Melbourne is my favourite at the moment. Well they might sitting just, beautifully. They might just peak at the um at the right time. Yeah, exactly. Um And which... they and they they, sh- they proved to themselves last year that, you know, they were I think they were they won their first ten or eleven last year. Lost in this Queen's birthday game. I think it was their first loss of the year. And then just couldn't get it back. Yeah. 
you know, I, I just worry whether Collingwood's peaked too early and Port's mm. peaked too early. Uh, Melbourne's sitting beautifully for me. Definitely. Yeah, well, um, yeah, Port and Collingwood, two very consistent teams mm. and equally as consistent um, uh, Carlton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> consistently losing, though. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, lost six in a row. Yeah. Um, their sixth loss in a row, sorry. Yeah. On the weekend um, against Essendon. Mm-hmm. And um, I was looking earlier, their wins this year came against North Melbourne, West Coast, uh, the Giants. Yeah. They beat a very ordinary Geelong in round two. Yeah. And they drew with Richmond, who have been going very poorly as well up until recent weeks. Yeah. So they are going as as really, uh, I can't say as bad as anyone, Mm. because West Coast (laughs) really (laughs) shouldn't even exist in the AFL at the minute. Um, But they are travelling awfully. Yeah. And I, uh, I just... I, I don't know, like, what to point the finger at, yeah, to oh. be honest, at the moment. Oh, well, I don't think they do either. I think anyone does, really. Now, I think everyone is confused about Carlton because, obviously, early in the year, they were, they were up and about and flying. And then I've heard so many different things being talked about with Carlton. You know, obviously, this McKay thing is with his goal kicking is horrible. And then it was the... Um, you know, they're just not clicking. And now in the media, you're hearing their bottom six players are just shit, mm. which suggests that no one knows what's going on. Yeah. Which is a real problem because I don't even think they know what's going on. No. And let me tell you, I saw this um, on social media. I think it was this morning I saw this photo. Did you see all the Premiership Cups lined up in yes, the Yes, I circle? did see that. Not the time. No. Carlton, not the time to be making a, a, a big... Sweeping statement about how good yours and Essendon's history is. Like that was like twenty or thirty years ago. Yeah, I know. Like there was for, for everyone. What we're talking about is there was this photo going around. It was before the game. I think it was celebrating the the, the nineteen seventy grand final, something or rather like that. Um, and both Essendon and Carlton, I think they both won sixteen premierships, have the most in in the league. Lined all of the cups up around the centre circle. You know, so there was. 32 cups out there. But the the last cup is 23 years old. Mm. Like, Carlt, um, Essendon won in, like that's t- in not the a year flex. 2000. Most, a lot of footy fans weren't born then. No, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Now is not the time to be showcasing how good you are. Both clubs have been mediocre since 2002. Definitely. Worse than mediocre at times. Um, and I, I think the other thing is, greatness doesn't need to be shoved down people's throats. Like, I, yeah. could, I just could not see... Geelong, Hawthorne, even Richmond doing this. Mm. You know, the, the clubs that have won recent dynasties. Yep. I, I couldn't see Hawthorne versus Geelong, who've got a great rivalry in the AFL, lining up their premiership cups around a centre circle. No, certainly not. You don't need to shove that down your throat. Yeah. No, I, I thought that was that was a bit weird. Very strange. Very strange. Anything else on footy have we got? Well, um, our man Tex Walker kicked 10. Yes, that was huge. <laughs> uh, well done, Tex. Yep. Um, game 250. Yeah. That um, was unbelievable. And the Crows, yeah. The, another big win at home. When do they play Collingwood? Is that soon? Uh, I think they've both got a bye this weekend and then they play Collingwood at find, the G. Then we find out. Then we find out what the Crows are the Crows really are about. What they're all about. So, um, yeah. And Collingwood to too, off a loss. Maybe mm. the wheels have fallen off. Gosh. Look at well, us with big sweeping statements here. You can only hope. <laughs> Sydney have got Brisbane this week, which just makes me sick to the stomach. Yeah. I'm going to bounce back. God, this, this Collingwood versus Adelaide game at the MCG is wasted at 2.40pm on a it? Sunday afternoon. Oh, the AFL, what are you doing? And now I've got six teams with a bye again this week. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. After only two had the bye last week. 
What is going on? Wrap your head around that. What is going on with the buys this year? Why yeah. do we have five weeks of bye weekends? We've got four, how many, six games this weekend spread out over four days. <laughs> which is, I love a Thursday night game, but that's, that is just... Yeah, and why do they pick the Thursday unreal. night games to happen when there's less when the games happening? Like, I don't get that at all. No. like You're not fooling anyone by spreading it no, out. No, it's like trying to pretend you don't have a bald head by sweeping your comb over over the top of it. Yeah. It's I just ridiculous. Yeah, great analogy there. Thank you. By the way. Um, yeah, just right. Yeah, that's just got me... Yeah, just <laughs> speechless. Yeah, evidently I, so. I, I we were talking about this off the off the mics last week. I'd love them to just do something bold with these buy rounds. Yes, just make, just go a, a week off football completely. Week off AFL football completely. Every team has a buy this time of year, and really showcase something else. You know, I think we were talking about the under 18s carnival. Wouldn't that be great? Absolutely. A, a one weekend, all the AFL teams have a weekend off. Yeah. And we just, yeah, as you said, under 18's, uh, under 18's carnival. Mm. And we just get to see all the young oh. guns that are going to be drafted next exactly. year. And it's an opportunity for them to perform on the big yeah. stage, get a good crowd in. Yeah. And you get to know some of these young kids a little exactly. bit as well. Uh, supporters get to know who they're drafting, yeah. potentially. Yeah. That would be fantastic. Wouldn't it be great? Just one weekend. Wouldn't it be great? Then yeah. then someone other than Cal Twomey from the AFL.com would understand what's going on with the draft. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, <laughs> it would be really nice for us to get a little bit of um, yeah. access to these younger yeah. younger players. Yeah. They, they, look, they must be protecting these young guys for some reason. Um, obviously not pumping their heads too full of steam or whatnot. I just think we're missing a we're missing an opportunity missing here. a trick missing, missing a, a trick, trick. um cuz the under I don't know whether anyone else knows this I do cuz I'm working at a mm. like the Nord footy club we got kids playing in it but it's happening now mm. it is happening right now this under 18 championship no one else know. know yeah um and yeah it's just beggar's belief oh it is because we're we're spreading buys over 4 weeks and it just is not right all right, everyone. So, bit of general chat now. Yep. You just showed me that video yep. of Jimmy Butler um, kicking um, Aaron Gordon in their protected area. Yeah, in the nuts. Just like it blatantly what happened. Yeah. Um, so, just outrageous call, but I'm kind of immune to outrageous calls now because <laughs> yep. you're watching the AFL pretty extensively this year. Just used to it. Just don't know what's going to yep. happen and who's going to get suspended. Exactly. Just like lucky dip. Mm. I saw James Sicily. Why we love it. I watched James Sicily's... Um, yeah, didn't he get like two years or something? He got three him? weeks. I don't know whether he did anything wrong. He didn't. He didn't, but... No, I don't know. <laughs> oh. Just depends who you ask, yeah. really. I know, I know. But that that was, I promise, the worst foul I've ever seen called. Horrible. And then, and then they, they challenged it and it didn't get overturned. A joke. In an NBA final. So yep. I'm very happy the Nuggets went on and won. Imagine yep. if they lost that game. Oh. This is this was in the final three minutes of the game, and this I think put Miami back in front. That with three be, minutes to go. That would have been very very ugly. Bedlam, mm. bedlam. So on. Absolutely fantastic. Don't question me. All right, apologise. <laughs> um, now one thing is I have here, yes it is. <laughs> one thing I have written here mm-hmm. is um, I wrote this down earlier. Parents that have their kids on a harness. Yeah. Get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to walk something, get a dog. Uh, yes. Yeah. I just do not understand. Mm. We got off the train and I was watching this mother with her toddler, mm. little girl running along on the harness. Yeah. On the harness. Just like yanking her back. I'm thinking, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. Not this, good. This I just don't get it. I will argue. I will argue. I mean, I don't have kids, so. You don't have kids. No, that neither of us do. Um, 
the I would say the only place you should have your kid on a harness is around trains. Oh, 100%. So that's okay. No, but, yeah. But, but uh, in general life, when I do see kids on harnesses, nah, not for me. Yeah. We... We we weren't near track we weren't near uh, train tracks mm. but potentially they had just got off a train so yeah um, so I think trains mm. is okay yeah ne- right next to a very busy road oh, bordering on okay yeah um again we don't have kids no and we're not providing parenting advice just the look of it is not is wrong for me definitely definitely yeah. Another thing I, I just get the impression like. they're going to be taken home and locked up in a cage. <laughs> that, that, that's the impression I get. It's like, if you're out in the harness on yeah. public, yeah. what's happening at home? Yeah. <laughs> like, you in a cardboard box? Yeah. What is going on? Oh, well, the amount of protective, like, gates and stuff that would be happening at home would be... that They might as well be in a crate. Absolutely. There'd be protective crate, um, cages everywhere. Yeah. Whatever, whatever they're called, gates. Mm. Gates. Or there'd be gates into every room. Definitely. Not for me. If, if I had to step over a gate every day, I'd, I'd be falling over all the time. Yeah. You saw the hole in the wall I put. Oh, yes. Yep. The scene of the crime. Yep. Upstairs. Yep. Um, yeah. And the other thing I don't like on harnesses are cats. Yeah. That's don't walk weird. your cat. Yeah. That's odd. Yeah. That's odd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't know how I feel about that. No, so that's our harness chat. Definitely. Um, another thing I have to hit you with is: is it appropriate to um, go to the cinemas mm-hmm. and buy popcorn and leave? So just go to the cinemas purely with the intention of buying popcorn and taking it home. Well, yes, it's okay. Is it acceptable in life? Like to take it home. Yeah, so you mm. you're not going there to watch a movie. You just want the popcorn. Because cin- we all know cinema popcorn is yeah, superior. Yeah, the best. Yeah, but only when it oh, so much better when it's warm. Yeah, it is warm at the cinema. Yeah, but just by the time it, you get it home, it wouldn't be as warm. Well, it depends how far away you live. I know you'd have to be very close. Yeah. I, what do you think? I'm 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 on the fence. I think it should be fine. Should be fine. Should okay. be acceptable. Um, and even if it does go a bit cold, it still tastes better. Yeah. It still tastes better, I think, mm. than, than popcorn you'll buy at the supermarket. Mm. We'll have to ask Ella about this because she is obsessed with popcorn. Yeah. I, I, it should be fine. I don't understand why it's not done more often. <laughs> I, um, because you're still purchasing the product. Yeah. You're still, they're still getting their supporting bang for their buck. The, supporting the cinema. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, people that are listening... Not not sure whether it's that. okay to get the popcorn and one of those like giant buckets of soft drink. That's not okay. Yeah, the the old combo deal. Yeah, the com like the the large the XL combo, like yeah. the the top of that cup is like as big as this table. Yeah, that's not okay. That's not. That's okay. where we draw the line. Yeah, that's where we draw the line. <laughs> no combos, <laughs> just popcorn. Yeah, um, just popcorn is okay. Definitely combo, not okay. You, you also, I don't think you can get a one of those choc top ice creams and go, take that home. No. Not sure about that. Yeah. Popcorn. I'm drawing the line at popcorn. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Anything else for general? Well, we re- nearly got run over on McGill Road just before by someone riding a bike. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, that's yeah, not okay. actually got windburn. <laughs> how fast he went past us. He went past. And the other thing, he was riding his bike on the footpath. This was yeah. a grown man. Yep. Children can ride their bike on the footpath. Yeah. Teenagers up to the age of um, 15 can ride their bike on the footpath. Mm. Everyone else get on the road. Yeah, true. Get on the road. It's, yeah... Yeah, it's it's annoying when you're a runner mm. and a uh, bike flies past you on the footpath. Mm. Um, not much you can do there. Oh, I actually tried to go for a run today and just couldn't. What, before your flight? After I got, got up at after 4 a.m.? I, after I landed here. Right. Yeah, down, it was so windy. 
mm. um, down towards oh, um, Glenelgway. Just, and just wind city. Horrific. And I literally ran 500 metres <laughs> and my calves were so sore. Right. And it was windy. Well, you need to wear those. And com- I was like, fuck this. You need to wear I'm some going home. compression tights on the plane like athletes do. Yeah, yeah, I didn't feel like an athlete today. <laughs> felt like a piece of shit, to be honest. <laughs> Not um, good. But yeah, so aside from, I feel like I had something else to bring to the table, but I feel like it's left me. The other thing that I'm remembering about this bike man, he did yeah. look quite dishevelled, um, but he wasn't wearing a helmet. Yeah, that's. I feel like helmets are going more and more out of fashion. Out of vogue, aren't they? They are yeah. out of vogue. I remember when I was growing up, it was like when your mum said. If you look into the microwave, it'll give you cancer. Yeah, right? that one. I thought if I did not wear a helmet on a bike, I was just going to die. Yeah. At that, like, there was just no way about it. I was just going to pass away. Mm. Almost as if it was that was the thing. Even if I didn't fall off, that just was just keeping me rule, alive. Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, I am. I, I reckon one in every three bike riders does not wear a helmet. Mm. And I'm off that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Mm. You must be getting excited for your honeymoon. Very excited. Yeah. Very excited. Late. Yeah, I'm about three weeks away. Sick. Yeah. That's unreal. And you'll be stepping in? I'll be stepping in, yeah. And um, I don't know what the podcast, I don't know what we're going to do. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. I we'll actually don't give a out. shit. Yeah. Anything yeah. that happens in Australia when I'm overseas, mm, I actually, it's not my problem at all. Yeah, fair call. Don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> If you ask me one podcast question, you're you're filling in for me at work. I am, yeah. If you ask me one work question. I'll be rattled. I will just, nah. I'll just yeah. send you some pictures of me on holidays. Yep. And just to remind you, I'm not here. Yep. No, don't worry, I will be uh, keeping my distance. Yeah. Yep. Getting my Europe summer bod ready. Yeah, let's get your tan on. Mm. Yeah. So certainly no tanning today, considering it is blowing its tits off and pissing rain. Definitely, and a man who won't be getting his tan on would be Johnny today. No, no John, tan of course, for Johnny today. No, Johnny's in Woodside. On in Woodside, just sun slug, simply it out. does not shine in Woodside. Definitely not. But so. a beautiful place to live. Beautiful place to live. Yeah, uh, Woodside and uh, and the Greater Adelaide Hills area. Definitely. So uh, make sure you get get onto Johnny. Mm-hmm. Get around the man if yep. um, if you are looking for a uh, property or a, or a house. Yes, uh, in the hills. Johnny Zilli from Raywire Adelaide Hills is who yep. we're referring to. Absolutely, we are. Um, the link is in our bio, and I've almost forgotten footy tipping again. Oh, my God. Fuck. Every me. week. Every <laughs> week, I forget. So, sorry to whoever's won. Mm-hmm. We're about to find out who you are. Yes. Um, oh, my God. I got three. I got three last week. Oh, my goodness. Jamie, uh, with the diehards, has won, and he's won a week before. Really? So, we're on to Jamie. Uh, congratulations. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations, Jamie. You need to go home for a yeah, nap. Yeah, I am just... Seriously, hanging by a thread. Yeah, um, unbelievable. I don't even get my inboxes to work at the moment. <laughs> but um, yeah, well done to Jamie. Uh, that's a, a great result for him, uh, Jamie Ford. So, yeah. um, twenty-five dollar lady luck voucher coming your way. Well, he's already had one this year. Oh, he can have another one. Yeah. So, uh, well done, Jamie. You'll get another. Uh, so, treat yourself. I hope you live nearby Mount Barker. Pop yep. in there, get a coffee or a one of the best um, chicken burgers going around yes. as well. You got seven lady out of seven. Luck. Wow. And I have to... My housemate, Stacey... He tipped Hawthorne against Brisbane. Yes. That is out, evidently so. outlandish. Huge. Um, uh, Stacey, she got 7 out of 7, missed on the margin. Ooh. Or tipped 29. Uh, Jamie tipped 4. So unlucky, Stace. Wow. But there are no second prizes. No. Bad luck, Not Stace. in this game. That is just a great shame. Um, so, well done to everyone that had a good week. And to those that didn't, um, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
definitely. Well, I think we've had an okay week. We've got through. Yeah. Um, I'm liking the change of scenery down here, but definitely. we'll be back in Woodside next week with another fantastic show. We sure will. Keep an eye on us on TikTok. Yes. Don't worry. We are big Insta. on there. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Um, not Twitter iTunes. anymore. Yeah. I've fallen off the face all of the, the normal, earth with Twitter. All the normal stuff. So. See you next week, guys. Enjoy your week. Bye.